Hi, it's Amo. And Zoe. And we're and the host, we're of, the the host of the Mix of Files podcast. And if you're here, you probably know already that we're today we're having an interview. We've had, um, actually. Yeah, we already recorded it. We just recorded it. Um, and, you know. A few seconds the, ago. And, I, yeah. I think this is, this is our, we are sort of kind of searching for words because we just finished um recording and we haven't said anything to each other about yeah, it so we literally haven't we literally um haven't. so this is our zoe how did you find it i want to know now oh my god it was so good obviously um you know um i kind of i'm like just super grateful that we're here it's amazing I think these are literally the times where you see what an amazing opportunity we have as podcasters. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm, and like, as I readers, could... like, I would have never imagined in a million years that I have the chance to talk to the person yeah. who wrote the book that yes. I'm reading. That is just and such you an know, the thing experience. is that we would never would have because even if we'd actually like live near and would be able to meet them as a book signing, we'd never have like. 30 minutes of talking of discussion and you know yeah. just being ourselves um, just talking to them right and, and, and it's just now we had cool. that and it's amazing and she was so nice <laughs> and she was so nice and, so nice, and we're yeah. so glad we could share this experience with you and you know yeah. we usually put a like a comment box in our spotify but you can also dm us or reply to our post if you want yeah. us to ask anything because you know we are happy to ask you questions for you, and exactly, we usually yeah. give hints about your interviews. So you know, <laughs> hints. Yeah, Amu um, usually spoils it, and then <laughs> I spoil it this time. So usually, if you f- listen regularly, you usually will realize. <laughs> yes. Um, and I just have one more comment. Okay. Like, I know I always say this like every single time after we have an interview, but yeah. it's literally I I don't get it why I'm so shocked, but. These people it's are shocking. so It's so nice amazing. Yeah. They're not just nice. They're like the sweetest, loveliest people. I know. It's amazing. on this planet. And it's so cool that these are the people who get to write the books for us. And, you know, like, yeah, it's very reassuring. They are know. everything we, we imagine them to be. Yes. Anymore, so. um, yeah, yeah. I always, you know, when we get ready for the interview, you always are a bit dreading. What if you don't like the person? And um, exactly, and then you we have to like talk these to them people for thirty minutes, even though, like, you know, we have topics to talk about. But you know, if the wives aren't right, and I think every time it gets better, like we always hit that really cool point yeah. where we're just really just having fun and asking our own yeah. questions. But I think every time we are much more chilled, like the first interview we had with Anne. Right. So it was amazing. I loved that interview. No hate. Absolutely the interview is good because of Anne, though, not because of and, my dad. And because we were super amateur. It was really our first time doing an interview. And, you know, we mess up a lot of stuff we don't do anymore. Yeah. But she was so patient and so nice. And, you know, that was just a great way to get this thing started. Yeah. Um. Um. So without further ado, listen to the interview and enjoy. <laughs> That's it. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, so hi. We're here with Claire Spinarski, um, author of What Happened to Rachel Riley and 
other great books. And we're going to talk about what happened to Rachel Riley now. Um, <laughs> yeah, hi, Claire. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for have, for coming on the podcast. Um, before we go into, we have to tell you that some when we recorded the episode about your book, something that never happened before happened. We recorded for such a long time that our recording app just didn't take the file because it was just too big because it just couldn't stop talking so we had to cut it several times over <laughs> ah! <laughs> actually so in the process of editing that that's episode, amazing because we just it was just so so good yeah um we just had so much to say about it yeah really. and oh good, thank good you things. so much yeah not just like <laughs> we like the book um obviously yeah um and to all our listeners who haven't re- listened to the review about it, yeah, this might be a should. good time, so you get some context. Um, but it's based on the book, What Happened to Rachel Riley, which yeah. we also reviewed. Yes, um, so that's our book for May. And um, we'd like to start with just what inspired you to write the book. Um, yeah, so when I started thinking of what an idea for my next book could be I just kind of pictured my own middle school experience I thought about what I saw and what I experienced and just what my day-to-day life looked like and when I would picture things like the classroom or the lunchroom or gym I kept remembering how prevalent these little instances of sexual harassment were um like how often girls were being touched inappropriately or made appropriately. It was just total background noise of my entire middle school experience. And so when I sat down to write, I knew I wanted to try to do a mystery. And I had kind of an idea about a girl who was a social outcast and a new girl trying to figure out why and a whole class keeping a secret. And so all of those things came together and exploded. And that's, that's really where the book came from. So interesting. Um, yeah, we we were also really well. We really the idea of you bringing or telling the story from the perspective of the new girl. Yeah, because you know that's such a great way. Because we as readers are also sort of the new people in the community. Yes, and you know that's a great perspective for a detective, yeah. sort of. Yes, this is. So, yeah, that's an interesting how, perspective. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the things we talked about because. Um, you know these these kids who live there might not notice that it's a problem but a new girl might so i think we think that's a really smart thing to do (laughs) um yeah yeah. well thank you yeah i i had that idea of just a girl kind of coming in and being like what's going on here (laughs) like what she's trying to figure out you know who her friends are going to be who she's going to sit with who she's going to hang out with and then through that it just seemed like the most natural way for someone to explore what was going on and you know we kind of as the audience learn things as Anna learns them you know we're learning about the different teachers and the different social groups as Anna's learning them so it was a really fun perspective to write from for sure Another thing I think we really appreciated, I really liked, was the title. You know, it's it's super catchy. Like, yes, it's, it's an obvious title. 
also really it catches the eye so did you come up with it or it was it one of your editors or how how I did come up with it when I was thinking of what Anna would be researching that was just kind of the big question of what happened to Rachel Riley but funnily enough I didn't learn until just before the book came out that there's actually a celebrity or there was a celebrity named Rachel Riley oh really show and so when you searched what happened to Rachel Riley it was actually like a common internet question of people wanting to find out what happened to this old reality so funny so I kind of wish she had a different last name but at the same time it's like whatever it's 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 catchy I like yeah. it. listen it's it's good marketing because then all like people who know this person might buy this book <laughs> thinking that it will be a great book titles really stress me out so when I find one that's good I'm like let's just go with it I don't want to spend any more thinking about it or worrying about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. it's really good um the title is really what caught my eye so um so we're obviously older than like the targeted audience and we read these books for the podcast but like in our everyday life we read books for like older people older people we're still young um but this book was just like when I was researching books for the podcast, I caught this book and I was like, I will read it even if we won't read it on the podcast because I'm just curious what happened, what did happen to Rachel Riley? Um, so the title really works. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you, how did you like write about um sexual harassment and like how did how did you know how to approach the subject it's a very difficult one yeah it's a really difficult one and I think what was difficult for me was making sure that the book was still um appropriate for this group of readers and still like accessible like it wasn't gonna completely freak them out and it wasn't gonna necessarily freak parents out and it was just handled in like a safe way so I think, again, having like a 12-year-old writer makes things a little simpler because it was just the way she was seeing things, you know, it's just pretty straightforward. And it felt like a really big responsibility on one hand, but on the other hand, I just know how common this is in schools. And I knew that when kids read it, they were going to be like, oh yeah, that happens all the time, <laughs> which has been those reactions, sadly. So at the same time, it was like, as hard as it seems to write about this, I also know that it's not going to freak kids out that much because it is so common. But it definitely was in the back of my mind always like, I don't want to be too graphic. I don't want to be too explicit, but I do want to be realistic. And also kids just have different experiences. I mean, there's kids who this might be totally crazy, like it would never happen at their school. And then there's some kids where it happens to them every day. And so you're yeah. always kind of writing to a range and knowing that it's not going to resonate for a person. Like every kid is not going to love the book. Um, you're just hoping that it finds that one kid that it helps that one kid that enjoys it. And so keeping that in the back of my mind kind of kept the pressure low too. And I did do some research about middle school sexual harassment policies in the book you kind of see this school take on their policy rewrite it a little bit and I just did some exploration into like how these things have been solved by other schools and what other schools policies say um because when I was in school it was like the early 2000s I'm old um no offense to anyone who's listening is older than that but it was the early 2000s and 
it was just like a different time. Like, I don't even know if we had a harassment policy. I mean, I'm sure we did, but it was probably like two lines and the teachers, I would not say, I, I don't think it was top of mind for teachers. By so it was just a different time. And so doing that kind of research was also pretty helpful. Yeah. Um, it is handled really <laughs> in the book. Um, no. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. And and so you did think some parts of this sexual harassment policy, but also emails and chat messages and so many different sort of genres or like versions of writing, which was really interesting to read because it was also like an extra challenge to follow along with the whole story yeah. but it also gave it that you know um that excitement to to get to know what's what's gonna happen next in another way and was it again was it just your idea from the beginning to do it like this or sort of change it I've always wanted to write a book that had mixed media like that because I loved books like that when I was a kid um there's a book letters from camp by Kate Cleese and that was one of my favorite books when I was a kid it's just completely told through letters and even weird things quotations and menus and just like really interesting storytelling and so I knew I wanted a challenge and I wanted to try to do something like that I think a mystery really lends itself to that format because if someone's trying to solve a mystery they're using these little things at the same time I didn't think the whole story could be told I felt like we needed some prose and some of just Anna talking to us. So that's why there's a mixture. But yeah, it was really fun. And I think the graphics department just knocked it out of the park. Like I love the look of the notes and the texts and the emoji. Like I, I just think the graphics department really took it and ran with it and helped what it is. But yeah, that was a really, really fun challenge for sure. This wasn't even one of the questions we planned, and I can't believe how we forgot this, but how did you get the idea of like involving podcasts as two podcasters who had no, like, we didn't even think about it when we when we um, prepared for this for this interview, but now that I think of it, I should have asked this. This should have been the first question. How did you think about the podcast and the podcast yeah. camp? Yeah. yeah. I love podcasts, and I love listening them and my day job used to be being a podcaster so I'm very familiar <laughs> with the podcast world and oh, I just really cool. yeah I just really enjoy the medium and more and more kids are listening to podcasts there's like all these kid podcasts now and kid podcast networks and it's just like kind of an old school radio show rebranded which I think so really fun is. and um I had a very techie teacher in high school who would have us make voice recordings instead of like sending in essays. He was out of his time. It was like an old school tape recorder. And I never forgot that. So I kind of just combined those, those ideas and thought like Anna, the main character, she's the kind of girl who like really cares about the world. She wants to know what's going on. She probably follows the news way more than your average 12 year old. Like she would totally be podcasts. And so that just lent itself really naturally to the story. And I also had recently read um, Sadie by Courtney Summers. It, it's a YA history told through a podcast. And it's just ingenious. It's, it's an amazing book. And that really inspired me too. I thought this is, we need a middle grade version of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I think that that it's just very cool that you did that because it really it gives like it makes the book fun which is you know hard because it's not a fun topic but it kind of makes the book fun and so it's easy to read um so speaking of fun who's your favorite character um who's your favorite character bright to to read yeah that's a good question honestly my favorite to write is not like the one that i like the most my favorite character to write was definitely the principal she is so out there and quirky and just ridiculous and yeah females are like girlfriend you just want to be like principal how you need to wake up but her voice was really fun and i even had conversations with my editor was like is she a little quirky and out of the box and i'm like yeah she is and i'm keeping her that way like it's it the really, best answer you could have given writing those like very quirky or like cody's mom lana like just these very quirky characters are super fun for me to write over the top um <laughs> i think my favorite character that i want to hang out with is probably anna's sister nick um she's super cool she's really really yeah. smart and she's on her own journey too she is very much the new girl at her school and her and her sister can kind of empathize with each other over that and you really get the impression from Anna that before they meet Nick was a lot more reclusive and introverted and didn't have a lot of friends yeah. it feels like at this new school she's she's trying new things she's putting herself out there and um I think it's a really cool journey that she's on and I have three sisters so I, writing about sisters just <laughs> very naturally to me and I I just love writing about sibling relationships. And I just feel like if I'm going to go on an adventure and solve a mystery, like Nick is definitely who I would enlist. Like she okay. is so smart and so tough and just a really fun character to write. <laughs> that's so funny because that's what we both actually responded to this question. Like we right. Nick too. <laughs> she's such a cool character. Like yeah we we associate her with a lot of people from our lives too like yeah brother is also <laughs> Almost brother this coding mostly, sibling yeah. so i totally got that why from her and i really yes i, I think she's of... a very well written character she's she's a very well written yeah you yeah um we have a lot of i think we both have a lot of people like nick in our life who are just very like almost brother is just <laughs> the male version of nick but i have i have a good friend who's also just like Nick and it was it was very cool to be about someone like that because yeah I don't know anything about technology or hacking but my husband is a engineer and so he had to walk me through like I had to be like how would you find out who made a website like how would you hack into an email how would you and he would just kind of break down for you different <laughs> steps but it's also that was another thing for writing for kids it's like you also don't want to, you know, there's a part in the book where Anna gets put in her locker. And my husband was the one who pointed out, he's like, well, I don't, you don't want to encourage kids to just go to random links where they don't know what's on it. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that so was, she was very collaborative between me and my husband. He gets co-writing credit on Nick for sure. <laughs> cool. And so, so nice. which part of the book was the most fun to write for you I think probably the conversations between Rachel and Anna I think it's really interesting how Rachel obviously knows what happened she knows why people don't like her 
but she's kind of intrigued by this idea of Anna solving this mystery. So she's almost like teasing her for part of the book. Like, I'm not going to tell you what happened. You can figure it out. Um, and Rachel is just such a brave character that's always really great to just get in her head and be able to kind of live vicariously through her. But it, again, I also found the principle really fun. So like writing the breakdown of the dance timeline, that was really fun for me to write. Um, the emails between Nick's mom and, uh, or between Anna and Nick's mom and Cody's mom's emails were just silly and fun. And I think just the conversations too between Anna and her mom um, were life-giving for me to have a really close relationship with my mom. And it was interesting for me to think through like what I would tell my kids in this situation. I have three kids and like two of them are daughters and one of them's a son. Like what, what, what would I tell my kids if this was happening to them? And just to kind of think through that was just a really interesting writing experience but the whole book was honestly really fun to write since I got to mix up the format so much I was never bored and there's so many characters that I was just never a dull moment I never sat down and was like what do I write today because I had so many options there's like a million characters that I could go from so yeah that's so great yeah it is um so second uh my my phone um so so Anna is Polish or at least half Polish and like how did you come to the decision or like the plot point yeah um to give a little more credit to my husband again he my husband is from Poland and so uh my family has a lot of experience with Polish people and we go to Poland a lot and it's just a really interesting country that I love. And I thought it would be kind of cool to just bring in that cultural difference. I feel like a lot of stories today, you don't necessarily hear about like Eastern European immigration, <laughs> like yeah. not as yeah. read about. Um, and so I wanted to kind of explore, you know, it's, it's still an immigration story. It's different than when, when you think immigrant in America, you typically have a picture of a person in your head. And this is a totally different picture, but it's very much an immigration experience and a cultural difference and things like that. So she just really felt Polish to me. And I'm also really intrigued by just the similarity between Anna trying to take down this massive problem of sexual harassment at her school and the idea of make a social change within your country. So her, her Polish grandma was really affected by communism and talks about it a lot and brings it up a lot to Anna mm -hmm. and really wants to impress upon her that this was a huge deal. And like our people have overcome this. Like it was really important to her to, to help her understand that. And I think it inspires Anna there were people living under this social structure who thought this was how it was going to be forever. There was no way to overcome this massive problem. Um, and someone had to be the person who was brave enough to try. Like someone had to stand up and say, we're going to do things differently. We're going to vote in people. We're going to, you know, have different procedures. Like someone had to be that person the same way Anna has to be that person at her school and Rachel has to be that person. And like, we, no one's coming to save you. Like no one is going to sweep in and solve this problem. You have got to be the ones to do it. And I think that that, um, that story of her grandmother's 
you know, experience under communism just really inspires her. And so that is how that kind of played in. But again, I also just love Poland and Polish culture and Mike of a babcha. <laughs> so it's just very fun. That's cool. That's cool. That's very yeah. cool. Um, so you, you have published books before and this isn't your first book. So what are you currently working on? Yeah. I'm working on all kinds of things. I am busy. Um, so <laughs> next year fun. I have my first adult novel. Yeah. So Ooh. I have my first adult novel comes out next year. Um, it's wow. called the funeral ladies of Ellery County and it's about <laughs> a, a group of elderly women who make food for the funerals in their community. And what happens when one of them gets uh, scammed on the internet <laughs> and Oh my god, I love this premise so much. That's such a bizarre narrative. This was such, yeah, it was totally, totally, I love it. Totally. It's like northern Wisconsin where I live, like just grandmothers on a mission. Um, and it also deals with uh there's like a romance between granddaughters, and yeah, so it's just a really, really fun book it. to write. And I have two uh, middle grade books coming out in the next few years as well. Um, one is about a musical or summer camp and like a best friend rivalry. And then I'm getting to take a stab at historical fiction. And I have a middle grade book coming out in a couple years about um, the French resistance and the kids involved in it. So I got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. This is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of is. these books sound so good, but I'm still stuck at that thought of like, <laughs> like the old ladies with the internet scammers. That's genius. That's... <laughs> You're going you. to ask. Okay. I love it. I love Thank it you so much. Um, so, when did you first think of being a writer? I wanted my entire life honestly I have never wanted to do anything else I think if you asked me when I was five years old what I wanted to be when I grew up I would have told you I'm gonna write books I just have loved to read as long as I can remember I have been the kid with the stacks of books from the library like I don't want to go to parties I just want to sit in my basement and read with popcorn like that's just all I've ever wanted to do um so you know it different kind of career where you can't just decide you're going to do it and go to school for it and start doing it you have to have a lot of lucky things happen to you and you have to have a lot of perseverance and um so I went to school for journalism and then I did some work and I worked in marketing and I've done all kinds of things to kind of wind up where I am today it's not a not a straight shot career yeah. that's for sure but I'm very lucky to be where I am um so we've got to um finish off but I have to we have to say something because we've recorded an episode and I think we speak I think I don't know if you know what I'm going to say Amo but we I think we feel that we speak for entire <laughs> yeah you'll realize very quickly so um we love this book but we demand Rachel Riley to get a cape <laughs> because as we said, <laughs> not, not all heroes wear capes. However, we feel that Rachel Riley should wear one because she is a hero, and that's what that, that we have to say. She deserves one. To, yes, we sh she deserves a cape. I love it. I love it. Um, that's 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 our conclusion for our episode that we did about this book, and we have to tell you because when will we ever have the opportunity to complain to a writer about their own book? Um, Maybe we'll do a cape design con. And people can submit some capes yeah. for Rachel yeah. or something. 
That'd be so cool. Yeah, the Mix the Fast podcast encourages the uh, this idea. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um. So thank after... you so much uh, for talking yeah. to us. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was so you. fun. Um. And that's it. Bye. Bye. Um. So. This, this was exactly you um, heard it. Um, yeah. Uh, what can we say? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, thank you, Claire, again. And I guess here's a short reminder to re- listen to the episode if you haven't um, yeah, already. Yeah, you should. A bit of context and also some refer we referenced a few stuff which you might not get if you yeah your episode which you definitely should because it's a real fun one and it's that really was one, yeah. we really also loved it. yeah you should also listen to it because it's really our opinion without we recorded it before talking to claire um to be super authentic yeah although we almost recorded afterwards so like yeah you, you know. know we go to great pains to do this authentically um <laughs> no <laughs> um we we go above and beyond to do this authentically so believe us although funnily enough i always it's important to me to record it because maybe we have like completely different views um or something that you know you can tell the writer but actually like we just really loved it yeah um, we just literally like hardly had anything to criticize which yeah. i think it's fair but we, we were critical yes exactly um yeah also heads up we have obviously you know we have monthly episodes i don't yeah. have to say that but we do have our harry potter series which yes um it came out on episode, 25th exactly and the next one is coming out this may so you know yeah so um if you stay don't want to be First of all, follow us on Instagram at Mix of Podcast. You should. Number one. Number two, you can also follow us on Spotify if you don't have social media. And there, if you click on the notification bell, you will be notified when it airs, so you won't miss it. Yes. But it's coming, definitely. And Zoe, what is next month's book? Next month's book is The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Bonhill. We are... Very, so very excited. We are hopeful for for more episodes about that book. I can't name names or can't name episodes. Okay, I guess. okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, we really, I, I really can't name episodes because we have nothing. We're just like hopeful. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and we've got the Harry Potter episode out. We've got a lot of really fun episodes planned. Um, for the next few months. So I would stay tuned. Um, and you know we have a lot of stuff planned. You don't, you guys don't even know about. And oh yeah, no, we have motivated. like we brainstorm freaking every day about what we could do here, and we have so many ideas already. <laughs> so you know, if you yeah. have fun, you have the option of sharing with us on the following yes. social media. And we always forget to say, but we also have a voicemail that is oh yeah, we do have a voicemail and... for you. And yeah. Happy to receive messages also anonymously if you wish so. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that's it, right? Um, yeah, that is. Uh so please stay tuned and 
please go follow Claire on every social media that you have because please. she is such an awesome person and, and she stay tuned for it. her yeah. her um, books yeah for her cemetery books. yes I'm obsessed with that I'm um, we will, we will I don't know if it's available I'm going I'm pre-ordering the book the day I have the opinion <laughs> or the option to pre-order it I don't know I have to get Me this too, the book like, is just we are invested yeah, yeah. This is the idea of it. Oh my god, um, I love that book, and it's, it hasn't even come out yet. Um, anyway, so you do that. We're going to tag Claire in the descriptions. We'll tag Claire's Instagram. I'm sure you can find her on other social media that we don't have. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And stay tuned. Bye. Bye.